listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora back talking more Daredevil Season 3 on Netflix. Episodes 3 and 4. Uh, kind of took a, a week off to squeeze in that extra Walking Dead episode last week. And mm-hmm. therefore we're a little less than fresh on these uh, Daredevil episodes. But hopefully we can push through it. And uh, yes. some... Some memories will come flooding back <laughs> to us, I hope. Uh, so let's start with uh, Season 3, Episode 3, No Good Deed. Uh, so this is right after uh, Fisk's caravan, uh, his FBI caravan, has been attacked by the Albanians and they killed some FBI agents. And Fisk himself was saved by the, the future uh, bullseye, Dexter mm-hmm. Poindexter. Or whatever his name is. Uh, so Fisk is taken to a hotel that the FBI have seized and is kept in the penthouse suite. News of his release from prison becomes public, prompting protests outside of the hotel and interest from reporters, including Karen, who learns that the hotel had actually belonged to Nita's father, Rostam, and that he had sold uh, sold it to a company that is represented by Fisk's lawyer, Benjamin Donovan. This is a news story. Foggy mm-hmm. goes to District Attorney Blake Tower to offer his help in returning Fisk to prison, but Blake is reluctant to go against the wishes of the FBI, especially because he is running for re-election right now. Matt investigates the hotel and begins to hallucinate Fisk as essentially the devil on his shoulder. Matt interrogates Donovan and learns of the situation with Vanessa. He vows to stop Fisk and return him to prison, revealing to Foggy that he is alive, but only to warn him and Karen to stay away from Fisk. During a routine psychological evaluation to determine his fitness for duty, Dex talks about the emotional support that he receives from his girlfriend, Julie. However... She later appears to be someone that he is stalking. Right. That's a bad sign. Yep. Okay, so any memories come flooding back about No Good Deed, Aurora? Uh, They did, yes. Okay, Um, so what did you think? I remember feeling like... I I feel like because... This is a a superhero show. Mm -hmm. And it feels so behind the scenes... Like, they're showing behind-the-scenes stuff, more like the actual superhero stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, what's Superman do when there's nobody to fight crime or whatever? Or, like, when there's not, like, a supervillain to go after? Right, but you see, you know, like, usually you see, 
if there's a villain in the show, you see just the villain like plotting whatever they're gonna do, and the mm-hmm. the superhero trying to stop the villain. Yeah. But you never see like what the civilians are doing, what the lawyers are doing, what the reporters are doing. And no. in this show, they're showing you that behind the scenes aspect of superhero shows. Mm-hmm. And there's actually I... a thing that happens in the next episode that kind of plays into this yes. a little bit that helps. Uh, that essentially leads to the creation, or ultimately will lead to the creation of Bullseye, I think, that right, I right. really liked. Yeah. Um, so I like that aspect that they are showing that perspective, um, mm-hmm. but it feels a little slow. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was kind of a really fun uh, parking garage, like hide-and-go-seek plus fight scene mm-hmm. that I thought was a lot of fun. Uh I continue to enjoy Ben Donovan, the lawyer, who is the lawyer for all of the bad guys in this yeah. world. <laughs> I just he's love... a villain. He's a villain lawyer. There is a moment right at the beginning that made me laugh out loud when I skimmed through the second because I must have missed it the first time I watched it. When I skimmed through the second time uh, to rewatch, they're bringing in Fisk. And the FBI agents are talking. They're like, you know, we lost five good agents for this piece of shit. And he sees his lawyers and people are getting up in arms. He's like, these are my lawyers. And he yells to Benjamin. He's like, find Vanessa. Make sure that she's okay or whatever. And Vanessa is, of course, technically still a criminal. Like, she's wanted in connection with Fisk. And Benjamin... Like, uh, <laughs> the villain, the villain lawyer that he is, he shouts out, he goes, uh, something along the lines of, my client is not insinuating that I know the whereabouts of a wanted fugitive. <laughs> Cause he is. Yeah. He's like, find Vanessa, insinuating that Ben, Ben Donovan knows how to find her. And he's right. like, I'd like to make it clear that my client is not insinuating that I know the location of a criminal. <laughs> I, I laugh so hard. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those, you just want to see him get punched. Oh, uh, yeah. 100%. I, I, in that way, I like him a lot. Uh, yes. This whole uh, thing where Matt is seeing Fisk being the mm-hmm. devil on his show, basically questioning everything that he's doing. Because uh, he's... He goes he into br- the hotel he with... Up. He brings up the fact that uh, Matt wanted to kill himself. He was confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but he couldn't even do that. He wants mm-hmm. to... Uh, he wants to find Fisk, and, you know, he's like, you can kill me. You can kill any of these people. Like, you can just mow through them and get to me. I'm right here. That's all, you know... This is all you need to do. And he's basically fighting this inner voice, essentially. Because he does. He's He gets relatively close uh, right. to where Fisk is. But then he uh, but then he stops. Uh, Foggy, on the other hand, he's losing his mind. Yeah. Because uh, he's trying to figure out what to do. And he can't. And then he sees Matt, who he thought was dead. He was convinced Matt was dead. Mm-hmm. And Matt's like, hey, I just, you know, I wanted to to stop by to say, hey, you're never going to see me again and don't go near Fisk. I mean, why why even just talk to him? <laughs> Only Foggy could be ghosted by a ghost, he said. <laughs> he said that, yes. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so and he never told he never stopped by to see Karen. Karen, yeah. There was a thing with Karen in this episode as well where she was trying to they were her boss was trying to awkwardly set her up with his son. I think is that what was going on? Like there she was at a dinner. Oh yeah, he was trying to set her up, yeah. Yeah, and, and she then, got really, really upset when she found out. And she did. Okay, well, let me ask you this, Aurora. Normally, mm-hmm. when people do these sort of dinner dates or blind dates or something, the people who go to them know that that's what they're there for. It I seemed guess. like it seemed like Karen had no idea this was to set her up with his son. And and the son didn't either. No. <laughs> I mean, how would you have reacted in a situation like that? Probably the same way. I can't imagine. I mean, it seemed like they were getting along just fine. Uh, yeah. And, you know, whatever. But then, like, when it became obvious that this was, like, a setup, she was like, wait, what? What's but happening I I, here? I, exactly. And I think it slipped from the wife. Like, the wife slipped. Yeah. It, it was a setup. I think if she would have just stayed quiet, it would have worked. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, but that's like... It, it just turned awkward. The whole thing is like, the whole thing is really awkward to me. Like, if you think about it, like, even if it had worked, mm-hmm. I mean, would you, I don't know how, do you think that would have, <laughs> this is totally not talking about the episode anymore, <laughs> but like, you know, do you think that would affect your relationship if you found out like, like you and your husband were artificially put together without either of your knowledge? Um, would it affect your relationship or is it... Just one of those things, like, it doesn't really matter how we were put together. Like, it clicks and it works, so who cares? Yeah, I mean, I think if it works, it doesn't matter. Because if you find out, like, in the moment that it's an artificial setup, your reaction might be to recoil. If you right. find out in the moment, you're like, whoa, wait, I did and not that's ask what, for this. that's what she did. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. If she had stayed quiet, maybe yeah. they'd be married. Who knows? Maybe, yes. <laughs> uh any other thoughts on uh, the episode? Anything else uh, come to mind? I'm just hoping like this whole, like they're spending a lot of time with the investigation that Karen is doing yeah. um, on, you know, who owns the buildings that Fisk, like I think she's investigating who's, who owns the building where Fisk is being held, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's connected to that guy that was attacked during the first episodes. Yeah, um, I believe so. And, you know, they keep giving us this side story of this investigation she's doing. And they're actually spending a lot of time on it. I'm presuming this is going to lead to some sort of larger conspiracy that something. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that if they're spending this much time on something that doesn't seem that exciting, Mm -hmm. I hope that there's a good payoff for it. Yeah. Um, So I gave this episode like a three and a quarter, three and a half. Mm -hmm. I liked it. It was good. I gave it a three. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was it was fine. Uh, all right, before we talk about the next one, thank you to the good people of Adam Tickets for sponsoring the show, like they do every week. Cinemageekly.com slash Adam Tickets, or click the Adam Tickets link at the top of the page. Pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life. And uh, this works no time better than it does now, Aurora, because we are rapidly approaching the gift-giving season. So you don't want to... Yes. F- you don't want to feel bad by not giving a gift. <laughs> so if you're going to give a gift, give the gift of movies. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. I'm biased, of course. I love movies. So <laughs> uh, I ask for movies as gifts every year. So 
There's always a movie out there someone is going to like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and if like you're somebody like me, it's like, uh, here's 50 movies that I would like. Please pick a couple and that'll be, that'll be good. Uh, I yeah. just I just send relatives I just send relatives my Amazon wish list. I'm like just choose <laughs> from this, please. That's uh, a great idea. <laughs> I mean, it, it takes away the magic of 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 Christmas, but I, I find it much more efficient to just be like, here's a yeah. full list of everything I want, and just anything. Yeah, off just of get that. what you want. Yeah, anything off of that will make me happy. Uh, let's talk about Daredevil season three, episode four. It is called Blindsided. So Dex, he's being investigated by his superiors after he claims to have killed two of the Albanians in self-defense during the transit attack, while the evidence indicates that he may have killed them in cold blood. Well, I don't know why somebody who stalks somebody (laughs) that he calls his girlfriend, even though it's clearly he's just stalking her. I don't know why he would do anything creepy like that. (laughs) Uh, Fisk saw him do the latter, the cold blood killing, but Mm -hmm. lies about this to the FBI, later explains to Dex that he's thankful for the agent's actions and has sympathy for their situation. Foggy, unhappy with Matt's demands, tells Karen that Matt is alive and then is convinced by his girlfriend, Marcy, to run for district attorney against Tower to focus on Fisk and to try to defeat him that way. Foggy ends up actually gaining the support of the New York Police Department, who view Fisk as a cop killer. Karen Mm -hmm. continues her investigation. She finds the name of a man who is involved in the company that bought the hotel, Felix Manning. So there's more of that. Uh, Matt impersonates Foggy. See, when they met, he sort of robbed him of his wallet. He's Uh, the worst. (laughs) (laughs) He impersonates Foggy to enter the prison and learns that Fisk has paid the inmate Jasper Evans to attack him so he can convince the FBI to move him. With the Albanian's help, Matt fights off inmates and guards working for Fisk and manages to escape the prison. Uh, However, the attack leaves him vulnerable and weak. He passes out in the cab on the way home when he wakes up. The cab is being driven by a completely different taxi driver who then jumps out of the car right before it runs off a dock and into the water. Mm -hmm. So what did you think of episode four? It was kind of like a Luke Cage flashback, right? Because we had Luke Cage also like falling in water. It's like a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was very similar to that. There's a lot Um, of that going on. Yeah, a lot of the superheroes, they need to stay out of bridges yeah super bodies of water superheroes in water (laughs) unless you're aquaman does not work does not work um yeah i mean again we're seeing a lot of like behind the scenes stuff and i don't know if it's because i watched these episodes during the election time yeah (laughs) but i felt like oversaturated with politics Mm -hmm. um and I think it's because of that. Like I was voting during the same time that I was watching this show and then seeing that Fog is going to run. Uh, I I was like, this is too much politics in one week. <laughs> oh, man. Oversaturation. <laughs> Oversaturation of politics. Um, but, you know, they are, you know, the story of the show is very uh, uh, similar to what's happening in this country, in a way. In a lot of ways. Like, 
Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's really cool that they are integrating that in the show as well. I really liked this uh, episode quite a bit. Is it because of the fight? I lo- okay. So I loved <laughs> the prison fight. It's, that was. It, do you think that's the fight that that we I, heard? I think it is. Now it's not as intense as say the original hallway fight mm-hmm. from the first season, but it's. I find it to be maybe more impressive from a technical standpoint because yeah. it feels like it was. It feels like it was one long take on one camera, mm-hmm. and like you're watching the fight and you're like, this is pretty cool. And then you think the fight is over because he like walks out of the room and he keeps walking for a little bit and like he interacts, but then like another fight picks back up again. And then he meets the Albanians who are like, you know, dude, this is like all people that Fisk have under control. You know, we need to get you out. Like they help him get out. And like the whole process of him with like the Albanian guy who's like stole a like riot gear to like act as a cop to try to usher him out. Mm-hmm. Like once they push past that point and then you see like, there's just like a whole prison riot going on and the yep. camera is just following through this. Uh, at some point the Albanian guy gets like lost or he ends up with like somebody else. I don't know. It was really hectic and chaotic. Yes. But I very thought it cool was looking. very cool looking. Very cool looking. And I love the whole interaction with uh, Matt and the guy that was helping him. Like he, the guy wanted to go one way and Matt who's blind. He's like, no, 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 no. Don't go that way. Don't go that Trust way. This me. way. Yes. Go this way. I, I thought that whole interaction between them was really cool too. The best part for me, I wish they would have stuck with it longer. Like he gets out of the building, there's smoke and everything. He gets out of the mm-hmm. building. The camera's still following him can barely move he climbs into the back of the cab and he's like go 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 <laughs> like the same cab that had dropped him <laughs> off because he paid him a lot of money to just stay and wait for him because right. originally he was just going to go and talk to one of foggy's clients who has ties to the albanians he wanted to get mm-hmm. some uh he wanted to get some information or whatever and that's when all of this stuff happened right. so he sees matt get out of the cab and go into the prison and then, like, you know, whatever it is, 20 minutes later, like, there's smoke coming from the prison and there's <laughs> fights everywhere. And he comes, like... There are, there are like, prisoners fighting right, out, like, right, right outside. next to the cab. Yes. Yeah. And he comes out just bruised and bloodied and he gets back in. And he's like, go, go, go. <laughs> what must that cab driver have been thinking during all of this? I, I mean, but he was the bad guy, though. Was he? No, was he the bad guy the whole time? Because I thought yeah. the, when he no, no, woke up... the whole it was, time. Not the whole time, but when he gets in the cab right mm-hmm. after he leaves the prison, it was the bad guy already in the cab. Oh, was it? Okay, the cab driver had been replaced already yeah. at that point? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I had not I had not noticed that. Yeah. Well, that makes more sense. It did seem, <laughs> it's still it did, funny, though. It did seem weird to me because he woke up and he's like, hey, where are we going? And the cab driver's like, you know, don't worry, we'll get you home. And he's like, wait, who are you? And the guy just opens the door and then jumps out and tumbles away. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, this is a bad cab service. No wonder why everybody's doing Uber these days. He's not getting five stars. No, no, no. This guy is not getting well-reviewed on the app afterwards. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I love I get, it. I, oh, my God. I'm just imagining that review. He jumped out of the car. Yeah. <laughs> drove me through a, over a bridge. One star, because I can't give zero. But if I could, 
He would. I passed out and I woke up and I'm like, where are we? And then he jumped out of the car and the car flew into a, to the river. Just, I can't recommend, would not recommend to friends. Enemies, maybe. Yeah, perhaps enemies. Uh, so I like that. I liked, uh, I like that, uh, cause it's Foggy's girlfriend who convinces him to go run against Blake Tower. Right. And, and she actually says, I, I, I know you're not going to win. It's just... Yeah, she's like, you're going to get the word out there, though. And, like, right. the best way to keep protected from Fisk is to be out in front. Like, no one's going to attack you if you're out in the open, which right. is stupid. Of course they're going to... He's a supervillain. He yeah. doesn't care. Uh, but Foggy's like, yeah, cool. That sounds good. I like that. He, so he goes to the NYPD union meeting or whatever. And uh, he goes up there and he's like, hi, I'm Foggy. And they're like, you suck. Like, he is not popular at first. No. Like, there's a guy who's like, hey, there's this guy that we busted who should have been in prison, but he got off because of you. And he's like, now, officer, uh, you know as well as I do that. Uh, and it's like, oh, boy, Foggy's in a lot of trouble here. But <laughs> he played he played the whole Fisk card. Like, they, he knows that the cops think that he's, you know, like they look at him as a cop killer. And right. he's like, look, this guy, this Blake Tower guy, what a weird name that is, huh? Not like Foggy mm -hmm. Nelson, a, right. a real sounding name. <laughs> uh, you know, like, what's this guy going to do about Wilson Fisk? Like, nothing. He's like, he approves of what they're doing right now. He's like, I know, like me, that you guys want this guy locked up. And like, that's, he's like, I'm running on a single issue. And I'm like, oh, no, he's definitely not going to win. <laughs> Uh, but he got their support. Like, that's a big group of people to get support from. Oh, yeah. And very influential. Yeah. Uh, yep. Now, also, the other thing that I really liked in this episode was the uh, Fisk. Uh, we talked about it briefly here, but Fisk talking with Dex, the future uh, bullseye. You know, he's talking about how the portrayal of this, like, it's in the press that it's portrayed as an FBI screw up all of this. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, they're not talking about the that you saved my life, that the, these agents, you know, died, um, you know, heroically to, you know, just doing their job. He's like, that stuff's not reported on in there. And right. then he sort of says something that I thought was, uh, actually a great, a great line and a great point, which you could argue extends this back into the broader Marvel cinematic universe, but you could also, just imply that he's really only talking about the stuff happening with the defenders. It doesn't necessarily have to involve uh, Iron Man or Hulk or any of that other stuff. But, um, you know, he says like, you know, you guys aren't viewed as the real heroes anymore. Like mm -hmm. in today's world, he's like, you know, you guys are supposed to be the real heroes, the, the police, the firefighters, right. the, you know, but now in a world of superheroes, you know, you guys aren't, you know, you guys are overlooked and you're forgotten, that sort of right. thing. And it's like, oh, that's brilliant. It, it yeah. really is because, uh, you know, in our world, you know, there aren't any real superheroes. The real heroes are the people who go out there and do yeah. these things to try to protect and serve uh, the public. You know, and imagine a world where superheroes did start to exist and those uh, people really are kind of just forgotten and lost in the mm -hmm. conversation. Uh, and this is already an unstable dude. His right. um, clearly his path to becoming bullseye has been set. So I like that a lot. 
Yeah, me too. Agreed. Uh, any other thoughts on uh, Blindsided? Is this the episode also where Karen um, goes to the her informant's house? Yes. Right? And she's like desperate to get the information and the, the, the woman the, is like, oh. To get the Felix Manning name. Yes. Right. Um, and uh, she like tries to close the door and Karen is like very forceful mm-hmm. about it. She's like losing her mind a little bit. But before she does this, she's she's going to walk across the street and there's like this group of guys like catcalling people. Yes. Do you remember this? I do. <laughs> and uh, one girl passes and she like like tries to walk really fast. Um, I think she actually crosses the street so she doesn't go. Avoids uh, them. Yeah. yeah, she avoids them. And Karen is on the other side of the street. Yeah, she's on the other side and she sees this and then she walks straight to the guys and she does this whole speech about... <laughs> just how wrong they are mm-hmm. what they're doing i love all that <laughs> i mean she yeah there is definitely she's definitely changed she decides to yeah. cross the street to go to and them. confront them yeah and then she pulls a gun out of her bag yes. and points it at them and they're like we're just playing and she's like does it look like i'm playing <laughs> right right uh, and, and I know it's supposed to show like like she's losing it a little bit, but I love that. <laughs> I'm also like, you know, this should probably happen more. Yeah. Uh, if anything, like she didn't have to kill them; she just had to just scare them a little bit, terrify them into <laughs> you know not being such idiots. <laughs> you know, it's not that. You know, it's it's really not that hard to be respectful to your fellow human. Right. Uh, <laughs> It's amazing that it, it, it took that, but, you know, whatever works, I guess. But, yeah, right. I, it also kind of, I mean, for me, though, it also worked on that level that Karen has run out of fucks to give. She gives no yeah. fucks anymore. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. She's going to do her job, and she is going to get to the bottom of this. She's going to take care of this Fisk thing. Like, nothing is standing in Karen's way anymore. And she's, right. which I like. That's good. But it certainly it certainly pushed that across as well in that scene. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done that if it were me. I would have just kept walking. I'm like on the opposite side of the sidewalk. I'm like, ooh, thank goodness I'm on this side of the sidewalk. I'll just keep walking. Right. I would not have confronted them because I'm no, not confrontational. Neither. But <laughs> Karen's like, I'm going to confront these guys and then I'm going to make them piss their pants. Right. It was great. I like this Karen Page. <laughs> Uh, what would you give uh, episode four then? I, I gave this one a, a four. Okay. Mainly because of the whole prison scene. That, that was, was pretty a, cool. That was a lot of fun. I went four and, and a quarter because of the prison scene. I gave it a little bit uh, of an extra bump. But uh, yeah, I like this. Uh, I'm okay so far. Four episodes in for uh, a 13 episode season. That they haven't jumped right back into costumes and superheroing, uh, mm-hmm. mainly because of where Daredevil was left after its last season, and then after the the Defenders miniseries, there's gonna need to be some some build up time, I guess. Right. Uh, and they need to establish Bullseye and things like that. And this show definitely does. With 13 episodes, I like to take their time a little bit in establishing these things. So. I'm hoping, though, pretty soon we're going to get, like, a fully daredeviled up daredevil and a bullseye up bullseye, and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Right. Hopefully, a lot of good stuff. I keep hearing mm-hmm. that the season itself, as a whole, is very good, so I'm excited. 
I hope it continues in this fashion. Yep. Uh, okay, well, uh, that's the episode for this week, everybody. Head on over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show. Uh, of course, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. and hit subscribe. Of course, we're also on uh, all the social medias as well. Cinema Geekly is just uh, search for us uh, at Cinema Geekly. So, uh, for Aurora Babalu, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back next week. Daredevil Season 3, Episode 5, The Perfect Game, and Episode 6, The Devil You Know. <laughs> <laughs>